Welcome to Heating Up, a podcast about climate change, our dangerous future, and what you can do about it. What can we do about it? I don't know. That's what this is all about. Okay. We'll find out in the next 30 or so minutes. (laughs) Exactly. We'll wrap it all up. (laughs) Nice little bow. All right. Episode nine, Corinne. Heating up. Yeah. Getting through these episodes fast. Yeah. Flying through them. Like one a week right now. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, This week, no time for chit chat, though. We got to get right into it. Oh, wow. We got an action packed show. Hurried. We're just, there's so many natural disasters this week. We got to talk about them. Yeah, sorry. We don't get to get your. what do you call it? TV update? On update? TV shows? Yeah, no, nope, oh, none of that. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything new I started, so that's okay. Okay, good. Because we weren't going to ask whether there was anything new or not. Well, I pretend might tell I you. Did, pretend you didn't tell me and pretend I didn't ask. I might tell you either way. All right, straight into the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just confusing the hell out of you. All right, you may have heard of the Alabama tornado. Just barely. Yeah, so there were like 10 or 11 tornadoes and a big superstorm. And the biggest one, though, hit uh some county in alabama i wrote it down and now i can't seem to find it more severe weather is all over the place though the big deal with this one though um, of course 23 people died that's very tragic but shortly afterwards donald trump tweeted that he had directed (laughs) fema to give alabama the a plus treatment (laughs) the ultimate package yeah like it was a freaking car wash (laughs) That you could, well, do you want deluxe or super deluxe FEMA? Like, well, which, we're going to give California the uh, no frills. The standard, yeah. <laughs> they don't get the undercarriage cleaning. They don't get any of that. They just get the basic wax. Water, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Donald Trump is an asshole, even about, you know, tragedy and disaster. Does FEMA have a comment on that? Like, do they do they respond with like, um, we always give A-plus treatments? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know, and I don't care. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that they have a Twitter account. I don't follow FEMA's Twitter account. Maybe, Maybe we, we should. should. Yeah, we, prob- we probably ought to. That's something we should follow. Yeah. All right, moving on. We don't have time to moving linger. Moving right along. Yeah. God, how much news is there? There's this a lot of news. Terrible. I got two pages of news. Great. There's not all that bad. All right, you, uh, Auntie, are suffering from some sort of cold or sinus infection or something. Just general weak it's genes. It's been like for like <laughs> weeks here. Uh, and that made me think about the, the influenza, which we have a severe strain coming across the United States. It's still here. I got my flu shot. Yeah, well, the H3N2 has caused over one half of all the new cases of the flu, according to the CDC. And they say that this year's vaccine is only about 44% effective against Great. that one. So why did I even get the flu shot? Well, because it's more effective against anything else. And certainly 44% effective is 44% more effective than nothing. Right. So fine. it's still worth it to get your C- your flu shot if you have not gotten it because they're expecting a long flu still season get this it. year. Yeah, my doctor just two days ago was like, they we're not seeing drop-offs like you would hope. So get your, get your yeah, flu shot. Yeah, they're expecting the season to last a lot longer. And this is a fairly severe one. In fact... 20 out of every 100 visits to the doctor over the last few months have been for flu-like symptoms, and that's like double what you would normally expect. Eesh. So, yeah, tons of people get the flu every year. Get your flu shots. Moving along. Next. This one's a tragedy. This one's a bad one. Oh, great. Yeah. Afghanistan has been suffering the worst floods in seven years in this in the already war-torn state of Afghanistan. Thousands of homes have been swept away after rains followed a devastating drought that's been going on over there. At least 20 are dead. It has affected eight provinces where more than 13 million people before the floods were already food, severely food insecure. And another 3.6 million were, according to the like uh, International Aid Committee, quote, one step away from famine mm-hmm. prior to the flood washing away everything. Yikes. That just cleaned it all out, right? Made it all better? Yeah, everything got so much better there. The drought, which had lasted about a year before this, had displaced 260,000 people. 
And so they've got this huge humanitarian aid crisis. The UN had called for, uh, I wrote down here, a modest target of $612 million for aid to Afghanistan for all these problems. Hmm. So far, that's been funded by the global community to the tune of 3%. (laughs) Okay. What is that? (laughs) Yeah, that means nobody is giving any money to these millions of people who are starving and have had drought and flood So perhaps we should uh, let people know where they can donate for that. Yeah, the UN is running the global aid. I think it's more like they don't want, like, individual donors. They want, like, states to donate because, Mm. you know, no... Unless you're Jeff Soros or whatever. Your $10 isn't going to make yeah, a difference? Yeah, your ten, doors is, uh, $10 is not really what's doing it. I'm sure there are some organizations Well, if they're only that. getting 3%, maybe our $10 yeah. does make a difference, Probably. actually. But we can't stop. Moving right along. Moving right along. Moving God, we're right just going to... What is this called? Is this that thing again with the CrossFit no, muscle this is, confusion? this is just bad news. This is straight news, news, news. This is just a walloping mm. of news. All right, we're Great. moving back to Australia. There okay. is yet another. Oh, Here's the thing, Australia. Poor Australia. God damn it! Like, I feel listen, so bad for them. I feel bad for them, but at some point, they gotta help themselves, right? What do you What do you mean? Like, this is this is too many national emergencies for Australia. <laughs> They've got to help right, themselves. Right, first okay, it was fire. Republican. Now it was flood, and now there's the wall up after the flood. So this is the latest in Australia: is that the Great Barrier Reef is being hit by the polluted runoff of the floods? Oh. I mean, I I can't stop. I can't laugh. It's a, you it, just I mean, did. it's a very bad tragedy, but hundreds of kilometers of the reef are being blanketed by thick sediment and pollution laden flood runoff. So all the water that landed on the towns and flooded everything has taken all of the, the, you know, fertilizer and everything that they, you know, took in the water and rolled it all out to the yeah. sea. And apparently the stuff would normally dissipate so that it's a little less uh, concentrated, mm-hmm. but there's been like no wind apparently. So and so it's just there sitting stagnantly. there right on the flood or right on the reef. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. Why is Australia getting hit so hard, particularly by natural disasters? Uh, I feel they're being punished for, for... their sins and aggressions. I don't know. <laughs> In the past? Uh, what has Australia what done? They're no, no, definitely not worse than us. I don't know. They gave us Crocodile Dundee. Who knows? Uh, who knows? And also We're gonna get the back Crocodile... To the, I got to get back to the science here, Corinne, because we have not finished talking about the tragedy here. Okay. Yeah. So the all that runoff and sediment-rich stuff can produce, or can simply coat the reef, like literally like cover it. Oh, Lord. And Protect then, it from the sun? Actually, yes. Hey! But good the, news! <laughs> yeah. There was like one uh, scientist who was like, a silver lining may be that this darker water will help cool it down because the bigger problem over the last like couple of years is that the reef has been bleached out or whatever because yeah, it's getting these hot spots but uh the other thing that the all this nitrogen rich water can bring is like toxic algae blooms that like kill everything mm. all sorts of bad stuff and then here's where australia really needs to help themselves because this runoff from the floods is in addition to like last month in february australia approved dumping one billion tons of uh, sludge, literally like dredged sludge oh, no. on the reef, directly in the World what? Heritage They're Site. They're like, where can we put this? Uh, what's the like most beautiful thing everyone can think of? The the reef? Should we yep. throw it there? Yep, right there. What? Why? What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because they hate everything. They're they, really they, mad at the is, tourists. And yeah. like, how do we get rid of these? How do we tourists? get rid of these Americans? Well, kill the reef ourselves. Fair. Apparently. So yeah, not great. Wow. Uh, that was that act. the The one million tons of sediment was described as quote another nail in the coffin by Dr. Simon Boxall of the National Oceanography Center. Rough. Yep. 
Moving on. Great. All right, this we're going to restate the obvious here. Recent study says stress from natural disasters can take their toll on babies in utero. Oh, great. Yeah, so apparently there was a study on like stress and depression in mothers and how yeah. it affects the babies that was going on when Hurricane uh, Sandy hit the East Coast mm-hmm. in the New Jersey area. And so it created kind of like normally ethical science would say you can't actually like submit mothers to extra stress during pregnancy Oh, but they can study ones that already are yeah so they were already in this study and so it created a perfect control group of the people that had already given birth and those that had to live through sandy and then give birth and so they did their study turned out we already knew this i mean basically they just put two and two together with this one because we already knew that stress and uh depression in mothers can be you know can affect the child and we know that natural disasters cause stress and depression. So, so it's what really happens just like to the babies that are uh, in utero when the woman is under s- extreme stress and depression. Yeah, the long term isn't quite known. But let me see here. It said something. Yeah, they can just. Uh, I don't know. Bad stuff, I'd imagine. I wrote <laughs> it down. I lost the the thing here. But yeah, it can't be great for the babies. And the other thing about this one, this is this is where we tie it into that article I made you read. Mm-hmm. Like for fans of the show that don't understand how the sausage gets made around here, uh, Corinne does not like to read any news. And so every week I try and send her <laughs> one article to read so that she can talk a little bit more on this pro- podcast. And this week I messed up because I sent it to her early in the week. But I did read it. She did read it. But, and you know what? Normally, yeah, normally we come in here and she's like, I didn't actually read the two-page thing you literally put on my plate. Uh, <laughs> I I've tell the nothing. truth about it, though. Yeah. I right. could fake my way through it if I didn't. I don't, I don't think you, I think you're overestimating your bullshitting on this sort of thing. But she read the article. We're going to get right to it because as we were talking about, uh, mothers and people that are experiencing a natural disaster are going to have, uh, it's going to affect their unborn children. That, of course, is also going to play into the already created disparities about natural disasters. One of the things we talk about a lot is that natural disasters quite kind of uh, exaggerate already existing power disparities. So the people that are poorest, the people of color, people in you know desperate situations are the ones hardest hit by these things. So they're dragged down. Right. And there was a recent report by NPR, and maybe you want to tell us about this one, Auntie. Uh, oh, God, see, this is a little too on the nose. All right. Uh, but yeah, basically... Uh, people who had, you know, already owned a home and then were, had their home taken out, were going to be given all sorts of help afterwards, you know, reimbursed for their housing and uh, given money. They could take time off of work and they could sign up for programs because they had all day. Whereas people who are working six days a week can't take time off, don't have money to get from their losing their home. They get like, here's 1500 bucks. You should be able to land back on your feet, right? Yeah, well, the other thing is, if you own your home, you can get FEMA aid money. But right. if you rent, you can't. So Nothing. even though you lose everything, if you're a renter, it sucks to be you. Right. They basically so. gave you gave her. They gave this person like twelve hundred bucks. They're like, that's an apartment, right? You got yeah. that. That's all you needed. Sure. And like, yeah, the the they over years and years. So this study went back all long, long time. They looked at where people were receiving the aid and they saw that even people like people were getting aid in areas that weren't very hard hit by the disasters, but were full of like rich white landowners and people weren't receiving aid in some of the hardest hit areas that were poor and people of color. So yeah, again, the disaster sort of exaggerates that already existing power disparity. Well, there's also just this lack of 
I don't know, people who want to help sometimes forget that the people that need help don't live in the nine to five Monday through Friday world that rich people do, right? Your jobs, a lot of people in the world do not work Monday through Friday, nine to five. So they can't come in those hours to go receive or fill out information or have access to the internet to get these things done outside of those hours. They just forget they need help on every single day of the week, 24 hours a day, so that they can actually get the resources that are due to them, but they can't access them if they don't have the time. They're constantly working two jobs. Yeah, basically well said. All right, we've got a few more stories. (laughs) Moving right along. Moving right along. Next one we have on the list here is WomenFest founder plans training camp for climate rebels. I don't know if you heard about this one. This one's just news Mm -mm. coming up in the next few months. The Spring Uprising Festival in Bristol, which is in the UK, will feature bands and civil disobedience instruction. Mm. So it's like a music festival. It's like Coachella mixed with uh, direct action training. (laughs) Of course. I would think uh, of one, you think of the other. (laughs) Right, exactly. This is all uh, to highlight the people that are taking place in the ongoing school strikes and then working with Extinction Rebellion on their mass protest plan on April 15th, so next month. The two-day event will offer the usual festival diet of live bands and DJs, DJs alongside civil disobedience training and sessions on climate solutions. Yeah, so that's going on. That's interesting and fun, yeah. right? Okay. I don't know if you saw this one. This one is a little weird. Okay. This week in the right, uh, uh, like in the right weird news, mm-hmm. like the, the fake news on the right, right, they were all aglow over this one story. And I was trying to track down the truth of this story because it smelled like bullshit. Well, we know it's bullshit. Well, there's some truth to it. Of course. But it hit like all of the touch points for like what freaks people out on the right. They're trigger words. Yeah. And the headline of this story was that women have started the birth strike movement and that these women are signing on to not have children because they believe the earth is in crisis for climate change. And the the story played a little clip from a British daytime television show. And it was interesting because where I first read it was on uh, The Daily Caller. Which is, yeah, again, one of those like right wing websites that's tied to all the fake news and the Russians and whatever else. And I was like, okay, because I was like, this seems a little far fetched. But it had this lady on there and she was talking about how she had chosen not to have kids for climate change reasons. And what struck me initially was that they did not get her name right in the story right below the video clip that had her name on the video clip. Well, it'd be too hard. Yeah, so they called her... I wrote it down because I had to track all this stuff down. They uh, used the name wrong. And this then this, the name was also incorrectly reported on redstate.com and WorldNet Daily. WND, you know. Yeah. The best information exactly. there is on so the planet. So when they get the name wrong, like that's a big... They called her Victoria Derbyshide, okay, which sounded her? fake. But then I realized, not fake. Actually, Victoria is a award-winning journalist who's the host of the show that they were using a clip from. And I'm like, God damn it. They can't even do... It took me like 30 seconds to figure that out. What was the lady's real name? The lady's real name, and this is the part where it gets a little sketch. The lady's real name is Blythe Papino. Again, okay. also Another sounds fake. fake. Name. No, uh, she is the lead singer of a band, maybe. I couldn't tell if it was the same person, <laughs> but how many people have the name Blythe Pepino? I think one. I don't know. But Blythe Pepino, I guess, is involved a little bit. And like, she released a song for Extinction Rebellion recently. So okay. she's in the news. So it may be the same lady. 
But I also tried to look up this thing, birth strike, because that was the term they kept using. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find a website for them, which is like mm. a big red flag. Well, Any group, it takes like 10 secret, seconds to set up a website. It's the secret liberal media, quiet website on the dark web that only liberals can get sure. to. Sure. Either way... Um, it's quoted, here's the article, members of this newly formed group believe it would be unjust to raise children in a world that could look vastly different than the world they grew up in. And then it immediately types into this other red flag on the right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been outspoken on this subject, holding a live Q&A from her kitchen and asking the question, is it okay to still have children? Wait a second. So (laughs) that did come up in uh, one of AOC's recent live streams or whatever. It was, she was asked the question about that, and she came down on the side of it is still okay to have kids, but we do have to be uh, responsible. She said, we need a universal sense of urgency, and that the, quote, watered-down proposals being offered are frankly going to kill us. So she came out strongly saying we need to do something about climate change. Didn't come down far enough to say don't have any kids. What is interesting, though, is that a recent report suggests that having one less child per family will save 58.6 tons of carbon a year. You're welcome, America. Whereas living car-free entirely is second on the list and would only save about 2.4 tons. Boom, so you're welcome. So huge uh, benefits, I guess, if you're just looking for pure savings. So like on pure utilitarianism, that may be one of the best things you can do. Also on that list, just so people know, a plant-based diet saves Ooh. just less than one ton. Oh, so not having a kid is like 58 vegans. Anyways, uh, also a related poll, one third of all Americans share AOCs can worry about having kids with climate change, (laughs) which makes sense. What is it that they're so upset about that women are like, oh, wow, I don't want to have kids in that. They're mad that liberals aren't having kids. Don't they want us to not have kids? Well, so they can I, just have their creepy know. little right kids? I, I guess. Who knows? Who knows why they're mad about it? They're just mad about it. But the other thing is, it makes sense that people would be thinking about this because any normal human thinks a little bit about the future, The future, especially when it comes to having a kid. They're like, oh, what's this kid's life going to be like? What's my life going to be like raising this kid? Am I capable of doing it? So you got to factor in, oh, is the planet going to be a climate nightmare? And be like, oh, maybe so. Well, maybe I don't do that to this yeah. poor child. So, of course, people are going to start thinking about it. Either way, crazy story making its way on the right. One more story. Oh, my God. One last story. This one you'll like. A recent straw poll in Iowa puts Joe Biden, who may be the only Democrat not actually running for president, <laughs> as the front runner for 2020. In the recent straw poll, Biden got 27% of the vote. In Iowa? Yeah, or somewhere. Iowa, Ohio. I don't know. <laughs> Bernie <laughs> got 25%, Warren 9%, and Harris uh, 7%. Really? So Joe Biden, who has not actually declared he's running, won Is the poll. Is he going to run? Like, I know his like, dying kid wanted him to. And then he was like, nah, I'm good. There's a lot of like Willy Wony stories. He's got to jump in soon if he's gonna, because there's already like 20 people. There's already like 20. And then my girl Warren uh, will not be outflanked on the left by Bernie. She has gone out and said that it is her intention to break up the tech monopolies. All right. Yeah. She went to South by Southwest, which is like a tech heavy event. And basically said, you know, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, all these companies need to be broken up into smaller companies to prevent monopolies. Uh, well, I mean, and she's I'm like, not she's wrong. She's not wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> that's ballsy. This coming off the heels of the reparation comments. Uh, Warren is growing in my book. I kind of kind of like her moxie. She's sometimes crazy, but you know. Yeah. So anyways, that's the news. All right. Who you voting for, Biden then? Yeah, Biden, obviously. I'll write in, write in ballots for Biden. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm already having uh, 
anxiety about the new election. I'm still having anxiety about the last election. Yeah, craziness. Oh, one more story. I forgot. Oh, I found no. it down here on the bottom. Yeah, this one, we got to end on a bad note. We can't end on a, <laughs> can't end on positivity, <laughs> on a funny Corinne. one? Okay. Come on. All right. You may have seen that. You didn't see. I South didn't. Dakota passed a bill this just the other day, just on Thursday, to prosecute, quote, riot boosting ahead of pipeline construction so lots of states are putting in these like anti-protest laws and response to standing rock and what have you south dakota's recent law may be the most kind of aggressive of them and it will prosecute it allow the law to sue protesters and their supporters wow and use the money for pipeline related costs so directly back (laughs) into the pipeline yeah and so a lot of people were upset about this one even people that wouldn't normally that would normally go along with it were upset because of just how vague and all-encompassing the language of like who's a supporter or who can be a riot booster that by the way not a term in the constitution is a term they created for this and it's not very well defined as you might imagine they leave it like to the broadest possible definition so basically if you donated any money to standing rock you may very well have been a riot booster well, here's an interesting thing, like, okay, so people really like to pit, to like put peaceful protests on the way to make change. Like, okay, you don't like the laws? Well, you got to follow them. Just do peaceful protests. But now you can't even do not that. Not like that. Not Just like not that, like though. Any, not like any actual don't peaceful protest. block my Be like drive. the peaceful protests that happened 30 years ago that we don't know anything really about and we would have not liked then. Be like them today. Do you- be, ha- be having already have won. that's exactly right (laughs) but it's just so confusing it's like okay you know i guess you think we're stupid because you're gonna say peaceful protest but then take away all of our rights to actually peaceful protest i don't know i guess i don't even think peaceful protest works but i'm a monster so sure i mean when you can't literally kneel on a football field oh my god that's the worst thing a person could do not raping multiple women or drowning dogs no 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 kneeling oh. during the national anthem is in it? keeping with our theme of wild animals and wild cats no what now i got another story i just read it this morning i bet you was really happy i just read it on my phone like while i was waiting for you to show up okay and not not happy not sad just an odd thing a lady was mauled at a zoo after climbing over the barriers to get into the jaguar pit so that she could take selfies with jaguars no. i guess and guess what happened she... guess what happened jaguar mauled her she got out. She's fine. The jaguar's dead now. No, the, ja- the, the zoo took a hard stance saying they're not going to get rid of the jaguar. Wow, the okay. stupid lady climbed over the yeah, barriers. That is dumb. And they were like, the, the zoo, it was interesting, and their statement was like super downplaying her. There's like video of the incident, though, because like, I guess the lady like climbed over and the jaguar like had her pinned against a fence and was like shredding her arm. And so like there's somebody that's got video of her screaming as this jaguar, oh, you know, it was a wild animal. Right. And, you know. Uh, either way, she's okay. She had lacerations on her hand and arm. Maybe Jaguar's she learned a okay. lesson. Hopefully, she no longer climbs into the pits. But uh, yeah, so that's the last news story. Jaguar <laughs> seeks revenge. I, and oh. doesn't get killed. So. And when I was reading that, I started looking for updates for our tiger story. Oh, and more tiger stories? No, I was going to say there does not appear to be any update on the tiger found in Houston, except for that it is now happily at a animal sanctuary in Texas okay positive endings here that, i mean positive for the tiger i still want to learn what happened how did that tiger get here what's the deal with that tiger is this some sort of exotic animal smuggling system we know nothing about it must be maybe they're using the southern border maybe this is the crisis that donald trump is talking about <sighs> this is why he needs the wall this is why to we need the wall the keep tigers. the tigers out of here yeah he's not a racist it's the tigers that are the problem it. although some of them i'm sure are good cats 
on both sides. Yep. All right. <laughs> That's the news. <laughs> Now we're going to get into our actual event of the day. We didn't actually prep another long, boring conversation for you guys oh, today. We no, just had that. That was the news. That yeah. was the news. We're going to get into uh, a little bit of first aid next week. But this week, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to do a contest. We threatened to do it. We're going to do it now. We're going to do our dollar store lightning round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes, $20. 20 minutes, $20. Who can come up with the best emergency preparedness materials? We're going to take a vacation. So the two of us are about to leave. We're going to go to the dollar store. We're going to each shop, shop separately for 20 minutes, come back, and then we will tell you what we got, and you guys can be the judge. It'll be like an unboxing. Best. Ooh, they could have them vote. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can All vote. All five of you. And then, okay, we're going to have to figure out some more about who, if the winner gets something. The winner's got to get something. All right, we'll be back in just a minute live from the dollar store. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we are back. back from our 99 cent store excursion. 20 yeah. minutes, $20. 20 minutes, $20. 20-ish 20 items. Who can be the most prepared for an emergency? Let's find out. Um, so I guess the way we're going to do this, or unless you have a way you want to do it. No, how do, go ahead. I was going to say we could uh, do it one by one. Like sure. see what I, So we'll start with the items that we both kind of got copies of. So we each got one gallon of water. Mm-hmm. Right? Big old jugs, one gallon. I got one with a tape handle. He got a plastic you know i don't think the handle matters so much what i do like and now that i'm looking at him i think yours has a slightly bigger mouth than mine, mine. um so i guess that gives it the slightest of edges slightest but it's of a edge. gallon of water gallon of water okay next item you got a single use item oh for water, wow for wow <laughs> okay let me introduce my own item okay <laughs> so i have a a uh, handled bottle. It has a straw attachment inside. Uh, it does have a large opening. You could store things if you didn't want to put liquid in here, so you don't have. Doesn't have to be liquid, um, but it's got a straw and it screws on plus a uh, plus a handle. That's why I liked it. I got a large food storage container with a lid. The lid has both a pop top and a screw on. It's got an even larger mouth on it. It's clear all the way around. You could use it for liquid, for food. This would be good for your deep pantry items so that you can see exactly how much of anything you have left in it. So like uh, grains or cereals or something would be good in there. Okay. Good, good thing. Next, Next item, item we both got was a one pint of Clorox bleach, no scent. So Listen, if you learn one thing about the Heating Up podcast, it's that we love bleach. <laughs> Boy, do we. Bleach is great. So we both, yeah, we both got a pint of bleach. But bleach is so good for emergencies for a lot of reasons. We did the disinfectant thing a while back, but you can disinfect anything with it. Right. After floods or, you know, it's a lot of disasters, things are really contaminated. This is just a great multi-purpose tool to have. All right. Next one. We both felt silly about getting, but both ended up getting it. So there must be something to it. Well, sure the, we got some disinfecting wipes yeah uh, some hand wipes these are great just to keep yourself clean you could take like a little shower with them essentially mm -hmm. more of a um, mental mental health, health as well as cleanliness here. okay um, kind of into the food section Derek yeah we're got, moving into food Derek got more food i got uh two of the chicken top ramen packets and then a little to-go pack of cheez it i got a, a lot of food I, my my philosophy going into this thing was knock out the essentials mostly so i got you know water food, kind of cleanliness, 
and you know first aid stuff so i got four or i got five top ramen packets they were five for a dollar so i was like i'm all in for a dollar i've got a dollar bag of quick oats one 16 ounce thing one pound of oats i got one pound of whole red beans they were uh they're the not uh already cooked or canned red beans so you got to soak them but these are really calorie dense kind of food so with that and the oats if you're needing calories that'll last you a long time and i got two cans of manwich <laughs> sloppy joe sauce this stuff uh will spice up your stuff so you could mix it with the beans you and make some chili you could mix it with the oats if you need to you Have could mix it, it with the plain. freaking top ramen or just eat it out of the can uh what i did forget to get though was can, a can opener. opener so if we're going purely off of like what you got in your box i'd have to break these open with a rock like a man for your manwich for my manwich yeah um next up so derek did a couple i'll do a couple i got some deodorant that's more of another mental thing and i got some sunblock so sunblock's a good one yeah sunblock's good you i'm very fair so i got a little thing a instant hand sanitizer and i got this little one because it had a little carabiner on it as well so it's like a twofer yeah, uh, useful. Yeah, got that. And then also in like the first aid sort of section, I got a packet of uh, three packs of two caplets for Excedrin migraine. Uh, so it's just acetamorphine, Acet- uh, aspirin. Acetamorphine. Acetam- acetam- what did I say? Acetamorphine. <laughs> acetamorphine, aspirin, and caffeine pills. So, yeah. You need good. that caffeine if you're coming off that coffee. Yeah, if you haven't had any coffee for a couple of days. And then I got kind of a themed area here. I really went for protecting your face. I've got an eight pack of protective masks, which is good. I actually Surgical masks or whatever, Surgical yeah. masks. Uh, I got a bandana, which is you can wrap around your face for the mask idea. You can use it to filter water. You can use it to, uh, even for sun protection as well. It's kind of a good multi-use tool. And then I got a, an infinity scarf. Same idea. You can cover your head and your face. You can f- keep warm or to keep the sun off of you. Um, and then, yeah, it's good. You went clothing heavy in this this challenge. I, the only article of clothing is one you didn't get is that I got is a pair of work gloves. Yeah, I wish so I'd gotten that. These are useful for any number of things when you're, you know, yeah, not only for warmth, but also just for handling things you don't want to touch or for right. doing work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good multipurpose item. I got some socks. Never <laughs> underestimate the value of clean socks, right? Clean, they say that socks, in the army, yeah. right? Um, also, I needed socks, so yeah, it was a two for. Uh, I got. Uh, let's see. Well, I went for light. You didn't get any light. I didn't. Searches, I couldn't so find any flashlights, so I just I skipped found that route. a LED lantern flashlight uh, that has a dimmer on it, which is cool. And I got that, and I got the batteries for it. The correct batteries for yeah, it. Yeah, the correct batteries for it. I double checked. So I got a packet of batteries with one extra and the LED lantern. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. And then I went for, well, I guess you go next. So Okay. Uh, I got just kind of a multi-purpose rope. So, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it other than you need some rope sometimes. Uh, and then the last items I got, I got 500 kitchen matches. Woo. Strike on a box matches. Uh, they didn't have strike anywhere matches. So this is the best they had. Uh, and then I got a candle, and it's one of those uh, Mexican prayer, prayer candles, candles, but it will work. It was a long-lasting candle, and so I've got two different ways for light, and the matches can be used to start a fire to heat up my manwich. <laughs> Gross, yeah. Uh, my last item is a plush throw blanket. It's actually fairly big, 50 by 70 inches. And I picked the pattern my niece liked best. So It's got a bunch of emojis on it, huh? Yeah, it's got emojis on it, crying, laughing kissy faces you know your classics yeah so i actually i think we did pretty good here i think you thought i was gonna pick up a bunch of like 
snack packs. Well, you uh, did pick up a snack pack. I did Let's... pick up. Okay, listen. If we're talking mental health here, I'm going to need some Cheez-Its. Uh, so, but I think, you know, a lot of stuff was on similar level water containers bleach stuff like that but if, if we had gone if i had gone and just gotten water i probably could have won right i would have had my two right? weeks of water ready right Th- that's not as interesting though 20 bucks at the dollar store goes a long way because yeah you could have spent we got each got a gallon of water for a dollar mm-hmm. if you had spent 15 dollars, you would have had your two week supply of water knocked out yeah i didn't want to carry all that yeah and that doesn't make that great of uh interesting yeah. engaging uh product but but if you were a little more intentional than our like slap happy hazardous you know just (laughs) wandering around the store trying to beat the clock to get random items way you could really save some money and get a lot of stuff ready for an emergency at the dollar store so it's not that it was kind of fun too if you do it with someone else who's like kind of talking about it you both do the 20 minute challenge and get a few things like between the two of us we got a ton of stuff really when you think about it for 20 bucks we got enough food to last for quite some time we got well two days of water we got bleach, maybe extra bleach, but yeah, I mean, Corinne got some like clothing yeah. and the, the infinity scarf is cool. Together, it's a pretty good supply pack. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so... Here's the thing. If we were to vote, because <laughs> Corinne and I are both very competitive, so I we would want to know... I would vote for mine and he would vote for his. It would be one for one. Yeah, we would want to know who's got the best one. So maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll put up pictures on the Facebook and... I mean, you listen to it, you know what? It's in- involved in here. You can yeah. look at you it. You can see it for realsies and then Vote. vote. On who had the better, you yeah. know, emergency kit. And then we can give it away. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think probably to enter to win, you need to share it or or something. Yeah. You need so to share our podcast Let's or do it like, like this. It. How about you got to like the Facebook page, obviously. You got to vote in the poll. Like, vote. And then share the poll. And then you could win this $40 worth of product. Nearly yeah. $40 worth of products. MJ is trying to say that you don't get the blanket because she She's was going to get it. But it. we'll discuss that later. Sure. If that's a sticking point for you. <laughs> if, that's, if that's the deal breaker. That's the deal breaker. Uh, we'll make it work. Either way. Yeah. So let's do that. So that'll get us some fans, right? You're supposed to get yeah. uh, social media engagement. Engaging. We're terrible at like self-promoting this stuff so like you still haven't even told your friends you're on a podcast i think mm, i mean i've told some friends you've told some i haven't friends. invited them to like the page the other thing is that we don't have any friends yeah i mean that's a problem yeah that's we're, we're not very super likable yeah that's the other thing that's why we started a podcast <laughs> we're just talking about how i think my friend's uh, wife hates me so. well and and you said i get it i get it <laughs> So I don't even blame her. And I'm not going to not like her just because she didn't like me. Yeah, that's a reasonable reaction, I guess. So, all right. Anyways, that's our show for today. Uh, Pretty lighthearted show today, despite all the disasters we covered (laughs) real quick in the beginning. But yeah, thanks, guys. We will see you next week with First Aid. We're going to get into First Aid. First Aid. Hey, don't feel feel like you can't go do your own challenge. Do it. And if you do, send us pictures of yours and we can judge it, too. We can say like, oh, great choice of getting this. Great choice of that. There were a lot of other items that I didn't get. So we're going to have to do something similar to this again in the future. Right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.